The following podcast is a Simpronto Media production. She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. And I have Dr. Minkoff of LifeWorks Wellness Center, and he is going to be talking about protein, amino acids, and so much more. Welcome, Dr. Minkoff. Thank you. Good to be here. So let's talk about, I know that you wrote a book, um, and I want you to talk a little bit about the perfect protein. We're all in search of that. Talk about that. Give us a little brief analysis on that. So what I found is that if we measured levels of amino acids in various people, like all the patients that we see, that most of the time people have deficiencies of amino acids. Now, amino acids are the building blocks for body protein and the structure of the body and all the enzymes and detoxification and hair and nails and energy all depend on having enough uh, amino acids, which we get from our proteins. And since so many people have trouble with digestion and absorption of the foods that they eat, and they may be on diets where the proteins are not enough, um, they can get low levels of amino acids in their blood. And so what I found in, in my practice in both uh, very high-end athletes, and also in people who had chronic health problems, that their levels of amino acids were low. It started with me. I'm a, I'm a triathlete. I've done 43 Ironman triathlons. I've been racing for a long time. I got an injury. I couldn't get it to heal. And what I found is that I was actually protein deficient. And by adding a certain blend of amino acids, I was able to heal it. And then when I looked in other people, I found that Virtually all people who are vegetarians or vegans do not get enough dietary protein. This is not everyone, but most people to keep their body at a good level. And of course, immune levels are dependent on amino acids. Your whole immune system is based on proteins. The cytokines and immunoglobulins and white blood cells are needed in order for you to fight infection and keep your immune system high. So. Uh, in discovering this with lots of people, we put together this mixture of amino acids, which could be taken as a supplement to boost people's levels of amino acids in their body so that they could get adequate protein. And lots of people have found that it improves their energy, their detoxification, hair, nails, all that stuff, uh, osteoporosis, mood disorders, of course, all the you know, depression, anxiety, sleeplessness, the neurotransmitters that are needed for those are based on amino acids. And so if you're not getting enough in your diet, um, you will be low and you may suffer from some of these things. And by adding these back in, uh, the, the product is called Perfect Amino, that, that it helps like millions of people. So uh, the book is about that and explains it for pretty much you know, a layman. It isn't written in scientific terms, but there's lots of stories there about many different people and how it helped them. So it's been an Amazon bestseller and it's, it's really, uh, really helped a lot of people understand what is protein, how does it work and why you need it. 
All right. I have a question I'm going to ask you from a listener. Okay. Her name is Jasmina West in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. She says, I'm having brain fog in a major way. I did a food allergy test and it says I'm not gluten intolerant, but I am allergic to dairy. I put dairy back in my diet. I'm now adding gluten in and now I'm extremely constipated. Any thoughts? I think that the tests for gluten and dairy allergy are very fickle. Like sometimes the tests pick them up and sometimes they don't. We find in our practice that if I get someone with brain fog, I will take them off gluten, dairy, nightshades, legumes, uh, all grains. Basically their diet would be meat, fish, eggs, fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Give that a trial of six to eight weeks. Uh, work on their digestive tract because a lot of people have yeast overgrowth or parasites or bad bacteria. They can make toxic products which enter the bloodstream and create brain fog. Uh, and so we, I would do this at the same time, make sure they have enough digestive enzymes, the right probiotics. I would test them for bacteria, parasites, and yeast in their intestine, and then treat them with natural type remedies to get rid of that. Um, and then I would supplement them with amino acids like I'm talking about, um, vitamins, minerals, fish oil. These are things that we find most people are deficient in when we test them. And I think that would be a better way for her to go because uh, 90 plus percent of the people that we see, if you go off gluten or dairy for say three months and then you reintroduce it, many people will get symptoms back uh, right away, something. And so we find most people do better when they don't eat those foods. Uh, brain fog can also be caused by things going on in the sinus. There's a bacteria that can be there that can produce biotoxins. Um, I would also check the environment for mold because mold can be present in a, in a room or in a bedroom or in an office. The mold puts out biotoxins. They can enter through breathing and through the skin. That can affect brain function as well. So those are some other things I would look for uh, to try to help with that. Okay, this next one is from Anonymous. It's a he or she, I don't know. It says, I love your show, and my favorite episode is the one with Thomas DeLauer. That was the best one yet. Just so you know, I'm not vegan or vegetarian, but I just don't like a lot of protein. I work out twice a day, but I know I need to get more, but I just don't love chicken and I don't love meat that much. Any ideas on things that I can do to like eating protein more than I do? Well, I don't know if you can like it more than you do, but if you look at, you go to bodyhealth.com, look at Perfect Amino, uh, it's a way to get protein that's basically calorie-free. Um, 10 grams of these amino acids has only four calories. So for those that want to lose weight uh, and you're trying to calorie restrict, um, many people who calorie restrict too much will lose lean body mass because they don't get enough protein. So if you could get the equivalent of a, of a gigantic steak in 10 tablets or two scoops of powder that had only four calories, 
you could get your protein. And by the way, it's vegan for those that don't want to have any animal products uh, and yet get enough amino acids so that your body protein levels could stay normal. And that might be a way to do it where you could have uh, put it in a, uh, we have a meal shake too. So it'd be a meal shake. It's 180 calories. You could have that for breakfast. You could have a normal lunch with uh, whatever you like, meat, fish, chicken, something like that, or eggs. Uh, and then you could also substitute the protein in a meal for 10 grams of amino acids. And you'd get the equivalent of a lot of protein without having to eat it. So that's that would be one way that you could do it. All right. This next one is from Wilnetta in Alpharetta. <laughs> That's funny. Wilnetta, if I'm saying that right, in Alpharetta. She says, Merry Christmas. I just want to say I love your podcast and I've lost over 40 pounds so far, but now I haven't lost any weight in two months and I'm in a rut. I know I feel awful when I eat grains or dairy, but I seem to not be able to stay away from them. Do you have any other tips and tricks to stay away from them or how much can I have where I won't overeat on them? Sometimes it's better to have some now and then than have none. Um, I'll say to people, you can, if you have 21 meals a week, or if you're, let's say you're intermittent fasting, so you're having 14 meals a week that if you had one meal a week where you could just say, I'm going to do what I want, uh, that you could usually get away with that. You know, you can have your carbs at that meal. You could have your grains and then see how you feel, uh, whether it's worth it. Some people get big reactions to them. And then the next day they wouldn't feel so well or their stomach wouldn't feel so well. And then it might change their mind. Other people could handle it. And then they could, um, uh, and then they could go ahead with it. But depriving people often doesn't work very well. You know, most diets long term don't work very well because people just won't do it. So, you know, usually we put people on a paleo diet, and I say, look, if eighteen out of twenty-one meals a week, you're good. Let's say you're not fasting, and you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week. That's twenty-one meals. If eighteen of them you're on track, you're probably gonna be fine. And that gives people some leeway so they can say, okay, Saturday night, we're going out for dinner, I'm gonna eat whatever I want. And, um, and then, they're, then they can put it back in. And some people feel terrible the next day and they're like, well, I'm probably not gonna do that again. Uh, and then they sort of learn what works for their body. I think that's the key, is you just have to learn what works for you so that you're not craving, you're not deprived, and you look and feel the way you want. And You know, it's funny because, you know, I've interviewed over a thousand women who are thin. They've never been on a diet before. And one of the things that I've noticed even more recently is that out of them, they normally have about one grain and one serving of fruit per day. That's it. So like, if you ask them like, what'd you have for lunch? They might say, you know, I had a potato and they had, you know, some vegetables and maybe a, a lean 
meat. And then for dinner, they might say, you know, I just had salmon and a vegetable. But like, and it's all over the map. I mean, they they eat whatever. But one of the things I'm starting to notice is if they have a fruit, they might have one a day if they're having it. And then if they're having a grain, they may have one small serving of a grain a day. But they don't have it every day. They might have it, you know, it's just, it's that balance is that they're, they're very, very balanced. Right. So let me ask you one more question. This is from Anonymous again, and this is, excuse me, let me scroll down. This is about constipation and fasting. I'm really excited because I've been doing more and more fasting. Sometimes I feel like when I fast, I'm doing fantastic, but other times I'm really down in the dumps doing it. Do you have any suggestions on any electrolytes? Maybe that's what it is. Why is it that sometimes I can fast for 24 hours and I feel like a million bucks and the next time I feel like I'm in the pit? Anonymous. I think the electrolytes are a good idea. We Body Health makes an electrolyte mix that has um, sea and water concentrate plus magnesium, potassium, sodium, trace minerals, zinc, uh, also a couple grams of amino acids, not, not substantially any calories. Um, and I think people can be electrolyte deficient and they don't feel well. I think people who are fasting should go to the bathroom every day. And if they don't, they don't feel that well. Uh, taking a product like Calm or magnesium citrate as a powder uh, has no calories, but is a natural laxative and can help people go. So I just tell people, work out the dose that works for you. If you take too much, you'll have a loose stool. If you don't take enough, you'll be constipated. Mm. And most people between a scoop and two, you add some hot water, take it before you go to bed. Magnesium is a natural relaxant. It helps for sleep. And um, a popular product is called Calm. Uh, you can get it anywhere. And I think it's good to do while fasting because there's no real nutritive value. You're not adding calories, but you are giving your bowel enough stimulus and enough magnesium so that it will, you know, it will peristalse and you will go. And I think with fasting, there is elimination. You know, you're going to have cells that are going through autophagy. You're going to eliminate toxins. And much of that is coming out through the bowel. And unless you're moving it, it's getting stuck there. And I think some of it backwashes into the body and you won't feel well. So I think that she could try that. Try the, the electrolytes and try, um, try some extra magnesium and see how that goes. Well, it's almost January, and that means people are looking forward to a fresh start in 2021. And so if you're like half the population, you're looking forward to accomplishing your New Year's resolution. And a lot of you are saying, I want to lose weight and eat healthier in the new year. Well, here's the problem. Everyone's like, yes, yes, yes. The beginning of January, I'm going to be losing weight. I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be doing that. And they don't do it. Well, here's why. A lot of people by not even February, they don't even make it till February and they've already lost sight of what their New Year's resolution goals are. So here's the deal. What you need is accountability, not necessarily knowledge. Think about it. 
I know I need to work out five days a week, but guess what? When I have a personal trainer, I work out, I'm always there. If I have a personal training appointment, I have a guy that I work with three days a week, I never ever miss. Now on Tuesday, Thursday, I have like a small group class that I go to. It's, if I'm there, I'm there. If I'm not, I'm not. But guess what? Every once in a while, I'll miss on Tuesdays and Thursday. But here's what you need. You have to get an accountability partner and you have to get an accountability group. That's why we're doing a 30-day detox. What is this 30-day detox? First, you're gonna name what your eating window is. So six hours, four hours, eight hours, you choose it. And we're gonna add in some different things. Maybe you wanna add in a 24 hour fast. Maybe you wanna add in a 48 hour fast. And we're going to eat a Keto Flex clean eating program. You're gonna have no sugar, no honey, no refined foods, but you can have up to half a cup of gluten-free grain if you need it or half a cup of fruit per day. So basically, you're doing keto-ish. It's a keto flex. We're just having really clean foods and it starts January 4th. And what is it gonna do for you? It's gonna help hold you accountable. You're gonna have an accountability partner, you're gonna have weekly meetings, and we are going to take your health to a new step. So if you wanna get 50% off, it's normally $60. It's only $30 for, that's a dollar a day for 30 days to have you be held accountable. We hope you join us. Go to ChantelRayWay.com slash 30 day detox. We'll add it in the show notes. Love it. What other health tips or supplements would you say like that you've seen the biggest results with for people? So you'd say like, you know, if they were some of these different things that they talked about here, like the one girl with brain fog, um, what is kind of the biggest, The if you could choose, like these are my top three supplements that I've seen that made the biggest difference in people's health. I put everybody on a natural good uh, multivitamin the one we make is called Body Health Complete. It's got 16 organic fruit and vegetable concentrates with some boosts with extra vitamins, you know, CoQ10, activated folic acid, things like that. Most people, unless they're big fish eaters, are low in omega-3 fats, and you need omega-3 fats for your brain. You need it for inflammation. So some kind of a fish oil supplement, I think, is really good for most people. A greens concentrate is good for most people. How many people eat eight to 10 servings of fruits and vegetables a day? Almost none. If you take a scoop, and there's a million companies that make these powders, where you take a scoop, you can put it on anything or in soup or in a smoothie, and they generally taste really good. And you get tons of flavonoids, which our body needs. They're natural antioxidants, which are really good. And then the last one would be amino acids. People need extra amino acids. Most people are deficient. And I think if you combine those things, you can do a lot plus a good diet to uh, get what you need and feel good. So as I want you to talk a little bit more about amino acids and kind of break it down for people who have heard of it, but they don't totally understand how important it is and why it's so important. Okay. So... You know, if you go to a dietitian and they say, and they, you say, okay, I want a balanced diet and I want to lose weight. And they'll say, okay, eat 1200 calories a day and exercise 
and you will lose weight. And then you say, well, how much of each thing should I eat? And they say, well, if you're, if you're 120 pounds, then you should have 50 grams of protein per day. And 50 grams of protein, you can get 14 from a yogurt and uh, 20 from a piece of chicken. And um, uh, you could get a protein powder that's got 25 and it all adds up to 50 and you'll be fine. And that actually isn't true. The equivalents of the proteins that people eat aren't equal. Like I just saw a patient who is a vegan and he thinks that the proteins in spinach are superior to everything. So he has green smoothies every day with lots of spinach because when he calculates it out, he figures he gets 10 or 12 grams of spinach every day and that's good protein. And that's just false. It's not really true. This proteins in spinach are incomplete. It means that they don't have the mixtures of amino acids that you need to actually nourish the body. So one protein is not equivalent to another one. And this has been measured so you could test it. You could give someone, let's say, uh, a scoop of whey protein three times a day and let's say that's 25 grams for a scoop of whey protein. And you could say, well, I got 75 grams of whey protein per day and that meets my needs. But if you measure how much of that whey protein actually got incorporated into the body tissue, which is what you want, you know, it's gonna be muscles, hair, fingernails, bone, enzymes, what you will, and you can measure this because a protein is different than a fat or a carbohydrate. Fats and carbohydrates and proteins all have three things, carbons and hydrogens and oxygens. But a protein has one extra thing, which is called nitrogen. And so you can measure, okay, in 75 grams of whey protein, you get, let's say, 10 grams of nitrogen with that. And if that whey protein gets incorporated into your body structure, because there's two choices, either it gets incorporated into the body structure or the body burns it as calories. If it burns it as calories, you don't get, it doesn't get turned into protein. So you can measure, okay, I ate only the only proteins I had. I had fruits and vegetables all day and all I had for protein was three scoops of whey protein. Let's say that's 10 grams of nitrogen in. And then you can measure the urine and you can say how many grams of nitrogen came out that day of the 10 that came in. And what you'll find is that 84% of the nitrogen that went in went out, which means that whey is a very poor protein. The body, it is might be good for a cow, but for us in terms of utilizing it, like how much could the body actually take and utilize? It's only about 16%. Beef steak is about 33%. Eggs are about 48%. So at the top of the scale is eggs, like for nutritious protein, it's the best one. The product that we have called Perfect Aminos, 99% assimilated. So if you put in 100 grams of Perfect Amino, less than one of uh, nitrogen, less than one gram is gonna come out. So it's very powerful in nourishing the body to make proteins at a cost of almost no calories.
So, you know, a chicken breast might be 250 or 300 calories, and you would get about 33% of that protein incorporated into your body. But if instead you substituted 10 tablets of perfect amino, it only costs you four calories. And all of it will be used to make body protein. So for people who are, want to lose weight, it's a, it's a really good way to do it because you can get your pro. We found, we ran weight loss in our clinic and we put people on real, you know, when, when, when you could get it, uh, we did people on, it's not legal now, but you could do HCG. You could give people HCG and a 500 calorie diet and you could get them to lose weight. And what we found that for every four pounds of fat that they lost, they lost one pound of lean body mass. And then when they go back on their regular diet and then they get fat again, and then they want to do it again, you get this, you get this, the skinny fat people, they have no muscle, their bones are all disintegrated and they have extra body fat because they didn't get enough protein. And so what we found is if we gave them perfect amino while they were doing a low calorie diet, that they didn't lose lean body mass, they kept their protein and their bones and their enzymes. And it was a way for them to go low calorie, but not make their body in a, in a catabolic, in a breaking down state. And that then they felt better too, because they're, you know, your whole detox system, your whole enzyme system in your liver is made out of amino acids. And if you're low on the intake, then the activity in your liver of detoxification is going to be low. And sometimes when people fast, they don't feel well because they, their, their liver system is kind of overloaded with all the stuff coming through. And um, sometimes people fast with amino acids. Uh, some people don't like it. I leave that to you, but that it goes easier. It goes better. Awesome. Well, go ahead and tell listeners where they can find you and where they can find, follow you. Okay. So we're on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and whatever else there is. Um, the, our, our clinic website is lifeworks wellness center, all one word.com. Um, we see people from all over the world really with cancer and Lyme and chronic infection and Parkinson's and dementia and all kinds of most, our average patient has seen 13 doctors with an unsolved problem. Uh, about 85% of the time, we actually can help them get better. Uh, we do see some high-performance athletes as well, because basically to make the body work better, you do the same thing. Uh, we also have a product company called Body Health. It's bodyhealth.com. And we have lots of different products, including Perfect Amino, multivitamins, detoxification products to help people perform better. That's that's really what so we're about. What I want you to explain is what's the difference between perfect amino electrolytes and perfect amino tablets? The tablets are just amino acids. The electrolytes are mostly minerals. So this was originally developed as a sports performance drink. You know, people wanted to be able to get, they're out, it's hot, they're sweating, they need electrolyte replacements. So sodium, potassium, magnesium, zinc, trace minerals are what an athlete needs or someone who's doing something where they're sweating a lot. We added a couple grams of perfect amino per scoop, and we found that it upped performance even more, that people not only needed electrolytes, but if you put in amino acids, especially on a mental level, they were able to stay very focused longer 
because the brain could use the amino acids for neurotransmitters and um, it just worked better. So uh, that's why we added it to it. So if someone took, let's say somebody took the perfect amino tablets, Mm -hmm. are you saying that they would have to take less protein consumption for the day? Yes. Yeah. You could live on perfect amino. If you took 10 tablets three times a day, that would be a total of 12 calories to get all the proteins that you need for the day. Hey guys, I wanted to tell you I'm offering a free weight loss virtual Bible study. Now is the perfect time to focus on understanding true hunger and fullness and learn what the Bible has to say about it. All you have to do is go to ChantelRayWay.com slash Bible study. After you sign up, you'll receive a six week Bible study video that you can watch on your own or you can get a small group of people and do it together. That's ChantelRayWay.com slash Bible study for your free six week Bible study course. And then if you ate other things, you know, you ate your vegetables or, you know, depending on what else you're eating, fats, um, you wouldn't have calories basically from proteins, but your calories would be made from other things. So if we take, like when we have patients that have cancer, we put them on a ketogenic diet, a low calorie ketogenic diet, where they're not allowed to have hardly any proteins and they're not allowed to have any carbohydrates. 80% of the calories that they take are fats because cancer likes uh, carbohydrates. That's what they're, the main food for cancer cells is glucose, it's carbohydrates. And since You know, if you eat a piece of chicken, um, about 67% of that chicken is going to get turned into a carbohydrate by the body. So you have to watch how much protein you give them because they're going to turn it into sugar. If you give them perfect amino as a substitute, their body doesn't turn it into sugar. It utilizes it all as amino acids. And so there's very, there's really no calories. See, proteins are supposed to have four calories per gram, but it's only the, it's only the proteins that didn't get made. If it got made into hair or into uh, liver tissue or into enzymes, there is no, there is no calories for it. It's only the ones that don't get utilized that are there and burned as calories or stored as fat. Cause you can take a, you can take a, you know, if 67% of a chicken breast or a piece of meat gets turned into a carb, either your body's going to burn that carb or it's going to store the calories from that carb as glycogen or as body fat. Uh, so if you use perfect amino as a substitute, it isn't going to do that because it can't. It's, it's just the body will use it all to make protein. So somebody who is vegan then especially, they would need to be taking some sort of essential amino acids, correct? Well, vegans for sure, vegetarians for sure. It's not all, but it's probably 99%. But what we found is that almost everybody has low levels of amino acids in their blood. If you do a fasting blood test, like standard, go to Quest or LabCorp and get a panel with essential amino acids, you will. We, what we find is that most people have deficiencies. Because almost everybody walking around has a gut that's not quite right. Mm. They have a leaky gut. They're intolerant of some foods that they eat. They're um, deficient in vitamins and minerals. So many people now are on, on drugs which block stomach acid production. 
you know, Nexium and Prilosec and Tagamet and these drugs, because they have indigestion, they have heartburn, and they want relief from it, and they don't really want to give up the foods that cause it. And that blocks your body from digesting protein and from absorbing minerals. So, you know, there's something like 24 million prescriptions per month written for these drugs. And a lot of them now are available over the counter. So anybody could take them. And it might be interesting to survey your audience. How many people are on acid blocking drugs? For sure, their digestion is going to be messed up. They're going to overgrow bacteria in their small intestine. They're going to have yeast overgrowth. They're going to have mineral malabsorption. And they're going to have protein malabsorption. Okay, I want you to talk about something real quick because I've had this discussion with um, my husband and with another friend of ours. It's a really good friend. And they are constantly taking Tums because they have acid reflux. Yeah. Please, please, please tell them why they should not be taking Tums. Well, it's just what I said. It's if you neutralize, it's just the same. Some people are drinking alcohol and water with their meals. Your stomach has to, your stomach, when you put food in there, produces acid, very strong acid, hydrochloric acid, pH, like one, like really strong acid. And that is required in order to digest proteins and absorb minerals. If you're taking these things, you are blocking that effect and your absorption of and digestion of proteins and minerals will be down. Most people need more acid and not less. So as we age, so in a healthy young person who's not deficient, if you measure the pH in their stomach, so pH is a measure of how acid is something. So one is really acid. Water is seven, so it's neutral. And baking soda is 14. It's really alkaline. It's the opposite. So in your stomach, when you eat some food, your stomach starts, when it's working right, produces strong acid like pH 1, which is normal. That triggers a reflex in the muscle that's between the esophagus and the stomach to close. And if that thing, if that valve is closed, there's, it's a sphincter, it's a muscle, it blocks stomach contents from going into your esophagus. If the pH in your stomach is one, that reflex is triggered and you don't get heartburn or GERD type symptoms. Now, many people as they age do not produce enough stomach acid. It might be nutritional deficiency, but their stomach pH is maybe four. It's kind of like vinegar. And that's not enough to trigger that stomach valve to close. So they get backwash of pH four, which is still acid, into their lower esophagus and they get heartburn or sore throat or GERD type symptoms. And they take Tums to block that acid, to neutralize it. If you take Tums are probably pH 10 or 12. And, and that's just masking the problem. And what they really need is HCL and some kind of digestive enzyme to actually get the food to digest, correct? That's right. That's right. And if they take acid with their food, they take a supplement, like we make one called Full Spectrum Digest. It has pancreatic enzymes and hydrochloric acid in it. Yes. And I say halfway through the meal, take two or three of these things, 
and your GERD will go away because now that valve will close, you'll digest your food. It'll go down the way it's supposed to and not back up. Yes. And I have, I've created a digestive enzyme myself. And the reason why I feel like mine is so good is just for that same reason that you said is because it has HCL and digestive enzymes. It's hard to find both in one pill. A lot of times you can buy HCL, you can buy digestive enzymes, but putting them together is is great. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. This has been great. And we'll put all of your links in the show notes. Okay. Nice to talk to you. Nice to talk to you guys. And you guys stay tuned. We have another episode coming up in just a few. Bye-bye for now. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.